Hello and welcome to episode two of Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. You can follow me at Chris Belcher 24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you find your podcast on the Body YouTube channel and supporting Sportswire Radio. I know they appreciate it and we do as well. Here we are again, week number two. We hope you enjoyed week one. If you haven't already, please go back, check out that episode. It's available in our archives because storyline-wise, you're not going to figure out what's going on. So make sure you do that. Of course, it's not just me rambling here. My partner in crime, the young buck, Andy York, is here. It's week two, man. Um, week one is in the books, <laughs> and... It, it, it's fun. It it's interesting. Fun. It's it, a lot of fun. I, I like not knowing what you're doing and kind of following along with what you're doing and then yep. being like, well, I need to change some things because my goodness, I wasn't expecting that. So it's it, it's been a lot of fun to kind of go back and look at stuff. And the ultimate fan is, of course, with us. The number <laughs> one fan, the man of the gorilla position, controlling all this chaos over here, Mr. Brad Beal. You're having a ball, aren't you? Oh, man, I'm having a blast. Because, see, you guys, you don't know what he's doing, but you totally know what you're doing. Right. And vice versa. So you are stewing in it for hours and hours. I have no idea. Right. And I get to just experience it. Right. So this is awesome. <laughs> it's it's so much fun. Um, In case you missed, of course, we want you to go back because there's a lot of details. Andy had some promos. I had some promos that I know. Both of those promos allude to other things that are going to happen. So you don't want to miss those details, but we are going to give you a quick recap and we're going to get our live feedback from Brad that we haven't heard yet. Um, and we welcome your feedback as well. Again, at PBW podcast, but Brad's going to give us immediate feedback from these shows. Um, so I'll start since my show was first, uh, we had an opening promo with Roman Reigns getting granted a world heavyweight championship match. Matt Cardona interrupted, Cardona has to prove himself per Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Uh, we set up a tag team battle royal. The Viking Raiders advanced. And we also had Charlotte Flair asking for a world title match, but not getting granted. She issued an open challenge. Alexa Bliss accepted. Alexa yeah. Bliss defeated Charlotte Flair. We also had Chris Jericho attempting to announce his retirement was interrupted by R-Truth. <laughs> setting up a performance by Fozzie this week, this week on the show. Yeah. Um, and then in the main event, the Usos defeated Matt Cardona and Brian Myers to not only advance in the turn or in the battle Royal, but for Cardona to go. Owen one improving himself to stone cold, Steve Austin. Yeah. I think that's a general recap. I, think yeah. so. I, I, think, I don't think yeah. I missed anything. I thought it was great, man. I thought, um, Obviously, Roman Reigns being oh, such a big... Fish and O'Reilly beat AJ Styles and Finn Balor to also advance. That is right. That's yes. a big one. Uh, but Roman Reigns, such a big name, obviously going to get a title run. Yep. Uh, thought starting the show was amazing with Stone Cold, blah, 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 blah. Everything, just to general, generally speaking, I have no like negative comments. Sure. <laughs> I think one huge fan of Viking Raiders, really glad they pulled it out. But also, um, you know it's typical for Charlotte flair to just kind of dominate. Sure. And so for her to be bested by Alexa bliss, one totally saw it coming uh, from Chris, but <laughs> we all, but I do love that. She's uh, cause no matter how like great of a performer, Alexa bliss may be, she's always underdog, dude. She's yep. tiny, yep. you know? And uh, you put her against someone like Charlotte flair, who's just so athletic and not saying Alexa isn't, but anyway, you put them in the ring, very first uh, women's match out the gate for revolution. And, 
Alexa got it. I love that. I love that. So great angle. Love uh, where it could go. Excited to see where it does go. Now, let me ask you this before we move on to Andy real quick. Uh, In our draft episode, when I drafted Matt Cardona, (laughs) you looked at me and you said, so we had to explain to right. you the, woo, woo, woo the, guy. The, <laughs> the evolution of Zack Ryder and what he's been able to do on the indies. Immediately putting him into the title feud, Yeah, does that turn you off as somebody who's not familiar with Cardona? Or are you just kind of like, well, that's kind of interesting. I think it's interesting because it, it lets me, um, it introduces me to him in a way that is... Um, Exactly the way you put it, man. He's like he's earning it. He's not he's not just being given a shot. Like he's having to earn it. He's having to fight his way through it. So he's showing off a lot of skill with a lot of different people, um, and hopefully going for the guy. Yeah. You know, so it, it doesn't it doesn't put me off. It would, uh, you know, I, I think it actually intrigues me more because it's not just handed to him. He's got he's got to actually fight his way in. So it's like, yeah. who is this guy? Oh, he's actually really great. You know, yeah. So. Cool. Woo woo woo. Woo woo woo. All right, Andy, give us a general recap of what happened in week one. So week one it started off with announcing that Mick Foley is no longer GM. Uh that was a big shock to everybody. Uh William Regal yep. has assumed the role of general manager. And as he was cutting the opening promo, Triple H interrupts him to introduce not his evolution, but his revision of pro wrestling, uh, with Seth Rollins, FTR, and Wardlow. It's kind of like the future of the business. Uh, they also announced that there are two tournaments going on for to crown the new PBWF Mayhem World Champion and the Women's World Champion at Conquest of Champions. Uh, the first rounding matchup for the women was Becky Lynch versus Io Shirai when she won by forcing Io uh, to tap, tap out. Uh, trying to go through my notes. Uh, we had a face-to-face with Kenny Omega and Triple H and Seth Rollins, and then we had MJF defeating Sami Zayn by shenanigans um <laughs> and then uh let's see here bischoff came out to announce that he's going to be very closely watching otherwise he may have to inject his lethal dose of poison into pbwf mayhem he is kind of confronted by drew mcintyre who got beat in a shocking fashion to shinsuke nakamura uh shinsuke is moving on in the tournament uh, then we cut backstage and see Malachi Black and Brody King walking into their yeah. dre- dressing room with Buddy Matthews bleeding with in his own blood. See you soon, friend, on his chest. Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Miro squashed Austin Theory because why not? And then uh, <laughs> see, uh, Kenny Omega defeated Darby <laughs> Allen in a... That's why you gotta watch it, man. Uh, Kenny People Omega just listening don't know what happened. <laughs> Kenny Omega <laughs> defeated Darby Allen in a uh, banger of a main event. Yeah, three segment main event. Yeah, man, most I, of my main events are three segments. But <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was great, man. I uh, I was actually he wasn't shocked at all when Mick Foley kind of stepped away and Regal came out. I was, <laughs> um, but I love it. I love that it started with very shocking. Like, oh dang, it, we're. This company is brand new and we're changing it already. Yeah, you know, right. uh, love that. Uh, I love that you've set up two tournaments uh, to really use your roster. Um, so we're going to get to see everybody. Um, maybe obviously not all at once, but this is going to be an ongoing yep. thing through multiple pay-per-views, multiple layers. So it's going to, it's going to allow a lot of opportunity for, for deep stories and great uh, matches. Um, big fan of anything that malachi black is involved in so <laughs> with that happening i was like uh yes i don't care i don't care what it is this is amazing uh main event was great 
the one thing that, that you struck a nerve with me on is Eric Bischoff. Uh, I hate Eric Good. Bischoff, Good. man. I hate him so much. He ruined WCW when I was a kid and I haven't gotten over it, you know? So well, then you're really going to love. Oh, him I know. Him. That's what I'm saying. Like you're doing it. You're doing it so right, man. Cause him just, him just walking out, I'd be like, <laughs> so I, I think great first shows guys, seriously, like no, no weird negative, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm actually super, super excited. So that's awesome. So uh, if you're, if you're new to what we're doing, we're not commentating a show we're not giving you every little nook and cranny as andy said before we started recording we're not giving you a randy orton rest hold for 12 minutes like we're not <laughs> doing that but we're giving you the highlights of what's happening we want you to use your imagination to see all of this to visualize it as it's happening and just let your mind take you where you want to go because you may hear andy's show differently than i did or vice versa you know whatever so that's the beauty of this whole thing um, that being said, though, we're going to alternate who goes first each and every week. We're at week two of Mayhem and Revolution, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. Andy is going to kick us off here this week. So, Andy, the floor is yours, man. All right. Well, maybe, maybe not. The crack in the system, the pain in your feel. I'm back with a vengeance, just like I'm a god, I can't be defeated. I am the reason, I am the source, I got a legion. The battle is mine, the one that believes in. Break down the walls, open the doors, it's not the season. This is what I am, I'm causing me. Hello and welcome to this second ever episode of PBWF Mayhem. I am your anchor for tonight, Michael Cole, joined as always by Pat McAfee and Wade Barrett. And we have a loaded show for you tonight. The first of two triple threat tag team matches over the next two weeks as FTR will be facing the Lucha Brothers and the New Day. Plus more opening round matches for both the men and women's tournament to crown a brand new champion at Conquest of Champions. In the main event tonight, Seth Rollins will be facing Samoa Joe. CM Punk will be facing Powerhouse Hobbs. Sasha Banks will be facing Ruby Soho. And the opening match tonight is Adam Hangman Page versus John Moxley. And here comes John Moxley out of the crowd like he always does, walking through looking sharp looking ready and focused to take on his opponent adam hangman page two former world heavyweight champions coming to battle tonight to be crowned the first ever pbwf mayhem champion and his opponent Adam Page is making his way out to the ring, looking focused, not looking at his normal happy chipper self, looking laser focused, as he knows that this is going to be a very tough matchup to try to move on 
to the second round of the tournament. The bell rings, Moxley and Hangman Page shake hands in the middle of the match, and it's a very back-and-forth affair with both guys laying in some, some uh, stiff shots, trading forearms back and forth, and then punches and kicks back and forth. Moxley tries to go for a paradigm shift, but Page counters out of it and lands a massive DDT. Page then leaps on the apron, setting up for the buckshot lariat, but Mox is able to dodge it and lays a stiff clothesline that sends Page to the outside. Mox then runs and hits a suicide dive, but is met with a flying knee from Hangman Page as we cut to commercial break. Segment two, Page is in absolute control as we come back from the break as he is uh, laying out Moxley with clothesline, uh, sending Mox this time out of the ring. Page then jumps to the top rope and hits a moonsault from the top rope to the outside of the ring, laying out John Moxley. Rolls Moxley back into the ring, sets up for the buckshot lariat, but as he rolls over, Mox rolls out of the way and hits a jumping clothesline on Page. Mox is now back in control, but as he goes to pick up Page, Page is able to counter it into a dead eye, dropping Moxley on his head. Uh, he then tries to go for the buckshot one more time, but as he goes for the clothesline, as he flips over, Mox kicks him in the gut, picks him up, paradigm shifts. One, two, three. John Moxley wins and is moving on in the tournament. As he is walking around, the referee shakes it and raises his hand. He is celebrating. As he turns around, bang, he is hit with a buckshot lariat from Adam Page. As Page is just standing over top of him, looking disgusted, looking so mad. He, he very slowly picks up John Moxley, gets back out of the ring, does it again, hits another buckshot lariat, rolls out of the ring, looks under the ring, grabs a steel chair, Rolls back in and hits Moxley over top of the head, busting Moxley open. As referees are coming out, trying to pull apart, William Regal is out there now shoving Adam Page back up to the ramp as we cut to commercial break. Segment three, we are backstage, and Renee Young is now standing trying to chase down Adam Page. And she looks at him and says, what is your problem? And Page just looks at her, shoves her, and walks out of the ramp on backstage further down the way. Say yeah! Our first triple threat tag team match is taking place right now as the newest members of Revision, Triple H's Revision for PBWF, are making their way out to the ring, joined by the game as he is out there with them. They make their way down to the ring and their opponents. The Lucha Brothers are making their way to the ring. Penta and Phoenix are looking very focused, ready to roll, ready to go. As it is Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, as Biggie is still out with injury. He is not here with us tonight, but it's a triple threat tag team match to move on to Conquest of Champions to crown our first ever tag team champions. As Dax... Kofi and Penta are all legal men. This is a triple threat match. This is not two teams at once. All three members, all three teams are in at the same time. Uh, Dax lays into Kofi's chest with massive chops. Penta returns the favor to Dax, but Kofi bounces off the ropes and lays both men out with a massive drop kick, sending Dax flying out of the ring. Uh, and Penta is getting up to his feet. Kofi goes for the trouble in paradise, but is caught in midair with a flying knee from Penta. Uh, Penta tags in Phoenix, who hits a huge top rope crossbody on Kofi. Kofi and Phoenix are trading shots, but from behind, Dax low blows both men as this is a triple threat no DQ match <laughs> and standing tall in the ring as we cut to commercial break. 
We come back from commercial break in segment four. Uh, Cash, Woods, and Phoenix are now the legal men. Uh, Cash is in complete control of Xavier Woods. Hits a suplex, and then another suplex, and then another suplex. He goes to hit Woods with a pile driver, but eats a huge super kick from Ray Phoenix. Uh, Woods then hits a rolling forearm onto Phoenix, which sends him into the ropes. Woods pops uh, pops Phoenix up, goes for the over the wood, uh, goes over Woods' head, and hits a Canadian destroyer on Cash Wheeler, who is standing right behind. Woods tries to roll up Phoenix. One, two. Phoenix is able to kick out. Woods tags in Kofi, uh, who comes in hitting just chop after chop after chop after chop after chop. Um, on both Phoenix and on Cash, but Cash slides in and hits a reverse neckbreaker on Kofi. Phoenix tries to tag in Penta, but Dax pulls Penta off the apron, sends him folder, uh, shoulder first into the steps, and then sends him over the front row, uh, over the barricade into the front row. Both members of FTR roll out of the ring, hit a shatter machine on Xavier Woods, taking him out of the match. Both men climb back into the ring. Penta and Kofi both eat a pedigree. One, two, three. FTR moves on and is fighting for the tag team championships at Conquest of Champions. And they're in the ring with Triple H as we cut to commercial break. Segment five. Uh, backstage, FTR is backstage celebrating with Triple H when they turn the corner and are now face-to-face -face with the Young Bucks. Matt and Nick Jackson and FTR face-to-face. Dax and Cash just kind of smile at him, say, good luck next week, boys, as they shoulder bump them as they walk by. Triple H following very uh, close behind them. And the next matchup is for the women's tournament. As Ruby Soho makes her way out to the ring, not played by Ranson, unfortunately, they cannot make it tonight, but she is making her way out to the ring. And her opponent... Sasha Banks, who was able to make it tonight. She did not walk out of our show because we know how to treat her properly. She is walking out to the ring, ready to fight Ruby Soho to move on to face Becky Lynch at Conquest of Champions. Uh, Sasha Banks is in complete control of this match from the beginning. She hits a clothesline. She then hits a double meteor in the ring. Ruby rolls out of the ring. Sasha goes uh, running to hit a suicide dive. But Ruby moves out of the way, sending Sasha crashing onto the floor with nobody there to catch her. Uh, Sasha is very slowly getting up. Ruby is on the apron and hits a rolling senton, taking Sasha out. She rolls her back into the ring, climbs to the top rope, hits this frog splash on Sasha. One, two, Sasha kicks out at the very last second. Ruby goes to hit the Soho kick, but Sasha catches her and hits a double stomp on Ruby's chest. Both women are laid out as we cut to commercial break. Segment six, uh, Sasha has Ruby trapped in the ropes and is uh, applying the bake statement through the ropes. Um, she lets go before the count of five. As Ruby is laying against the rope, Sasha kicks the back of Ruby's head. Uh, she then climbs to the top rope, goes for her own frog splash, but this time Ruby gets the knees up as she hits and then rolls Sasha up. One, two, Sasha is able to kick out into a bank statement on Ruby. Ruby is in the move for a couple of minutes, trying to get close to the ropes. As she gets close, Sasha then pulls, uh, pushes off the rope, rolling back. Uh, Ruby Soho, but Ruby's able to roll her up. Counter one, two, three. Ruby Soho shocks the world and beats Sasha Banks, moving on to face 
uh, Becky Lynch at Conquest of Champions. And as she kind of leaves, Sasha is in the middle of the ring, very distraught, very upset. We cut backstage with Renee Young, who is standing with William Regal. And he says, due to Bailey's injury, she will not be able to compete in the women's tournament this week or this before the pay-per-view of Conquest of Champions. So she will have a replacement in her tournament. And everyone will find out who that is next week. Powerhouse Hobbs music hits as he is making his way to the ring. And we cut to commercial break as he is making his way to the ring. As we come back from commercial break, CM Punk is making his way to the ring for the first time here in PBWF Mayhem. The crowd is going crazy as he has made his return to Mayhem, his appearance in Mayhem, return to pro wrestling, as he will be taking on a very formidable opponent in Powerhouse Hobbs. He is on the ramp. He is on the ring. As the bell rings, Powerhouse Hobbs charges the corner, crushing Punk against the turnbuckle. He then runs back and does the same move over and over and over again. Uh, this time, the third time though, he hits the crushing move, holds on to Punk, and hits a belly-to-back suplex on Punk. Punk is very slowly selling up, but eats a massive clothesline. Hobbs then picks up Punk, has him in a suplex position for a solid two minutes up in the air. He's holding him up, showing his power, and then drops him. One, two, Punk is able to kick out. Hobbs gets up again hit to hit the stalling suplex again. He goes for the same move again to make sure that all the blood rushes to Punk's head, so he passes out. But this time, Punk hits a knee on top of Hobbs' head and then follows up by hitting a chop block on the back of Hobbs' knee, taking him out. Hobbs is in the corner. Punk then does the running knee. Goes for the, uh, He goes to hit the running knee in the corner, but as he does, Powerhouse Hobbs picks him up and spine-busts him into the turnbuckle as we cut to commercial break. Segment 8, Hobbs is in complete control, but is still selling his knee from the chop block. He goes to hit a front slam, but Punk throws elbows into his face, gets free. He then chop blocks the same knee from the front this time, then bounces off the ropes and chop blocks the back of his knee. Uh, Hobbs then uh, Hobbs' knee is completely shot, is completely gone. When Punk puts him in a knee bar, trying to make him tap out, wrenching back on the knee, on the injured knee, Hobbs is about to break free when Punk locks in the Anaconda Vice on Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs is trying to break free, trying to reach the bottom rope, but isn't able to reach, being forced to tap out. CM Punk survives Powerhouse Hobbs and moves on to face the winner of the main event between Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe as we cut to commercial break. How much time do I have left? You have 17 minutes. Okay, we're good. We're golden. Segment nine, we come back as commentary begins to run down the card for next week's show. We have our second triple threat tag team match between the Young Bucks, Mustache Mountain, and House of Black, depending on if Buddy Matthews is healthy enough to compete. Due to Bailey's injury, she has been removed from the tournament, so instead it'll be Jordan Grace versus a mystery opponent. Cody Rhodes will be in making his in-ring debut as he will be facing Malachi Black. And the main event of next week, Kevin Owens will be fighting Keith Lee. As well as next week, Adam Hangman Page will answer and explain his actions for attacking John Moxley after the match. But tonight is all but this is all about tonight as we are moving into our main event of the evening.
Samoa Joe makes his way down to the ring as the crowd is going crazy, chanting, Joe, 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 Joe. He gets into the ring, laser focused as always, ready to compete, ready to fight. Seth Rollins with Triple H by his side make their way out to the ring. He is focused, laughing. He is as oozing confidence as always. Triple H looks on like a proud father behind him. So proud of what Seth Rollins has been able to accomplish so far in his career. And knows he's going to do great things here in PBWF Mayhem. The crowd is singing along with Seth as he gets into the ring. This is going to be a massive, massive matchup as the bell rings. It is back and forth action. Joe is able to get the upper hand, though, <laughs> after planting Seth with a massive Samoan drop followed by a running senton. Uh, Joe then sends Rollins flying into the corner, runs toward him, but as he does, Seth moves out of the way. Joe goes shoulder first into the ring step, into the ring post. Seth tries to roll him up. One, two, Joe is able to kick out. But as Joe is getting back up, Seth connects with a massive super kick to the back of the head, sending Joe flying out of the ring. And Joe is met very quickly with a suicide dive as we cut to commercial break with Seth Rollins laughing. <clears throat> Segment 10, uh, Seth is still in full control, uh, but Joe is able to get the upper hand after catching Seth in the middle of a sling blade and planting him with a urinagi. Uh, Joe picks up Seth to apply the coquina clutch, but Seth uses the ropes to push off, roll Joe up. One, two, Joe kicks out. Seth goes to hit a curb stomp, but Joe moves out of the way um, and tries to apply the clutch one more time. But Seth is able to drop down, rolls Joe forward, uh, and uh, one, two, kick out as Seth plants. Uh, Seth gets planted with a clothesline after the kick out. Uh, Seth then rolls to the outside, but this time Seth is met with a huge suicide dive from Samoa Joe, knocking Seth over the barricade onto the concrete floor. Joe jumps over the barricade, picks up Seth, and once again hits a urinagi, but this time onto the concrete floor. And Joe comes into, back into the ring as we cut to commercial break. Segment 11, 11 the final segment. Joe is in complete control. Uh, Seth is back into the ring, but Joe clotheslines him over the top rope. Uh, Joe goes to the floor. Um, as he kind of gets onto the apron, Seth pops up, pulls Joe's leg, hitting his head on the apron, forcing him to hit his head on the apron. Seth then plants Joe with a pedigree on the floor. Seth rolls Joe into the ring, climbs to the top rope, but it takes too long for him to get back in as he is still hurting from that urinagi. Joe grabs him, plants him with a muscle buster. One, two, Seth kicks out at the very last second. Joe cannot believe it. And so he throws Seth back into the corner to hit another one. But as he lifts Seth up, he flips over Joe, chops Joe's knee, super kick to the back of the head, followed by a curb stomp. One, two, three. Here is your winner, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins will be moving on to face CM Punk in two weeks' time as the go-home show for, uh, for Conquest of Champions. Triple H's revision is taking over, but we need to go backstage really quickly as there's some altercation happening. We go to the parking lot. And John Moxley has tracked down Adam Hangman Page, and they are brawling, fighting back and forth. Moxley is able to grab his head and throw it through a car window. They're able to regal us out there now, trying to force both men to go back. Will John Moxley be able to compete? Will Adam Hangman Page have any repercussions for his actions? We will see you guys next week at PBWF Mayhem. Good stuff. Nice, man. Yeah, 12.45 left. Yeah. Look at you. Good stuff. <laughs>
Yeah. Good stuff. Man, Gosh, good. I keep forgetting how good y'all's rosters are. I know, right? He says matchups and then introducing next week. I'm like, dang, these are three <laughs> really good shows. <laughs> They're so good. They really are. All right. All right. We're going to move on. A lot to... less promos in this week and a lot more right. <laughs> wrestling. Uh, I'm waiting on, I, I just, one of you have to do something sucky. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like a, a couple months into this thing, one of y'all has to do something. I think our rosters like, are too good to have something sucky. I, I know. I'm like, who, who you do know? we boo? You know? Yep. <laughs> like, you know? Okay, All right. You can always boo MJF. That's true. All right. Let's move on to Revolution right after this. All right. We are back. We apologize for the interruption. As you can tell, we are one man down. Uh, we had to cut our session short, and Brad is not feeling well, so he is not with us today. Uh, so it is Andy and I. So if it sounds a little different, you know who the tech guy is in the group. That's for sure. Um, it's amazing we do a podcast weekly. It's amazing <laughs> that we're able to pull that off. And it sounds halfway decent. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're here. Uh, week two of Revolution. Uh, Andy just finished up his portion. We're going to uh, go for Revolution here to close out the show. Uh, again, it's going to sound a little different. We apologize, but we're going to do the best that we can. All right. You ready? No, I'm ready 30 minutes on the clock. Here we go. No opening video, no opening package this week. We get a shot of the live crowd. They're buzzing in anticipation of what is about to happen. Here comes the man at the center of some controversy last week. It's The Miz, accompanied by his lovely wife, Maurice. Maybe they'll clear some things up from what happened last week. As you know, Randy Orton was attacked in the back right before their match. Miz grabs a microphone and he says he feels terrible for what happened to Randy. You know, he didn't have anything to do with it. He's not responsible. Many people think that he probably was, but he's not. He was looking forward to to a fantastic match with Randy. And, uh-oh. Speaking of Randy Orton, here he comes. Randy Orton, as soon as he gets into the ring, Miz and Maurice jump out. Randy Orton grabs a microphone. He wants to know, he says, Miz, why are you running, man? If you're so innocent, why are you running? He, he just wants to get this thing cleared up. All of a sudden, the lights go out. Lights come back on. Randy Orton is laid out in the ring. Miz and Maurice are standing in the aisleway. They hurry in to check on Randy, but Randy has been laid out in the middle of the ring. Your training staff and referees are coming to check on Randy. What in the world is going on here? We have got to take a commercial break. We will be right back to try to clear all this up. My goodness. We're back, and we're in Steve Austin's office. He's trying to crack open a cold one, and Matt Cardona barges into the office. Austin says, can't you knock, son? Cardona apologizes, and he tells Steve that he needs to talk to him about last week. Matt says he knows that the opportunity that he had, they lost, but Matt actually didn't get pinned. So he feels that he should get another chance to prove himself worthy of the World Heavyweight Championship. Austin sighs, and he says, okay, but here's the situation. You and Brian have to find a third teammate, and tonight you're going to take on the entire bloodline in the main event and Matt you guys got to win this match and if you do we'll talk about your your opportunity Matt thanks Steve and he says that he won't regret it but as he's walking away he turns back and he says Steve my wife Chelsea Green 
She's also a decorated champion around the world. I think she deserves the women's title. Austin says, what is it with you people and what you think you deserve? You got to earn it around here in Revolution. She can have a match tonight. And again, if she wins the match, we will talk about it. We head back to the ring, ready for some tag team action, a qualifying match. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs, are already in the ring. They look determined um, to, to get into this battle royal. Let's see who they will be facing. And here comes one of the most popular tag teams of all time on their final ride together. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa DIY. The bell sounds and this one is out of hand early. All four men are stay are staying in the ring. Eventually, Ciampa chucks Rude out of the ring. DIY hits a double drop kick taking Ziggler out on the same side. Ciampa and Gargano Hit the ropes. It's a double tope suicida to the outside. The crowd is going wild as we head to commercial break. We come back. We are deep into this tag team match. It has been a work rate match, if you will. Ziggler and Rude have been isolating Champa. He he needs to get a tag. Ziggler is setting up Champa for a super kick. He ducks. Champa hits a huge running knee, crawls over, and he makes the tag. But wait a minute. The referee's waving it off. He didn't see it. Bobby Roode had him distracted. So, of course, while Gargano is pleading his case, Roode and Ziggler are just pummeling Champa. Things finally settle down. Roode and Champa are in the ring. Roode setting up for that glorious DDT. A big back body drop by Champa. And he finally makes the tag. And the ref sees it this time. Johnny Gargano is in the ring like a house of fire, handing out rights, lefts, drop kicks, and clotheslines. Gargano. Greg, he grabs Ziggler for a drop kick. He hits it and he clotheslines Bobby Roode at the exact same time. Sets up Ziggler for that slingshot spear on the apron. There he goes. But Ziggler, super kick in midair. Oh my goodness. The cover. One, two. Champa makes the save just barely. Roode and Champa square off again. Ziggler setting up Gargano for a zigzag and a counter into a roll up. One, Two, a kick out by Ziggler. But as soon as Ziggler kicks out. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. As soon as Ziggler <laughs> kicks out, Johnny counters into the Gargano escape. Root tries to make the save, but Champa stops him. And he locks in that bridging Fujiwara armbar. We're in the center of the ring. Nowhere to go. The crowd is going crazy. Ziggler looks like he's going to tap. But Root. Bobby Roode reaches out and he grabs his hand to prevent him from tapping. But eventually the pain is too much and they both tap out. DIY gets the win and they are qualifying for the Tag Team Battle Royal next week. The final ride of DIY continues as we head to a commercial break. That was a nice little callback. You're welcome. That was a nice little callback. You're welcome. I thought so. <laughs> that was on purpose. Of course you knew that. We're back and already in the ring ready for singles action is Carmella. And here comes the hot mess, Chelsea Green. In the words of our general manager, Steve Austin, trying to earn her way into the women's title picture. 
against a former champion in Carmella. The bell sounds, and immediately a super kick by Carmella. What a shot. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Chelsea Green. My goodness, Carmella cannot believe it. She covers her again. One, two, kick out again. What? Oh, my goodness. Carmella is so frustrated. She's yelling at the referee. She covers Chelsea again. One, two, Chelsea counters with a roll-up. One, two, kick out. Both women up. A huge spear by Chelsea Green. She follows it up with her signature curb stomp. Carmella is out in the middle of the ring. That's normally her finish, but she's not going for the cover. Chelsea's going to the second rope. What, what is going on? Carmella selling up. Chelsea, a Canadian destroyer from the second rope. That looked very similar to a Panama Sunrise. <laughs> but there's the cover. The one, two, three. Chelsea Green is victorious in her debut here on Revolution. We cut backstage and we see Candice LeRae watching a monitor and Charlotte Flair approaches her. Charlotte says she respects Candice as a new mother, but since she's not cleared, she's not going to get physical with her. She understands that, but after the stunt they pulled last week, she wants her hands on Alexa Bliss. Candice says that Alexa's not here tonight, but she knows somebody who's always ready to fight. They stare each other down as we head to commercial break. What segment is this? We are going into segment number five, and I am cruising through time. Plenty of time. I am cruising through time. Here we go. Segment number five. We are back, and it's time for some more tag team action to see who is going to be entered into the Battle Royal next week. And this one has huge implications, as it seems like the Undisputed Era and the club are just really not getting along. We saw one half of this clash last week. Now we're going to see the other half. So it's going to be Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Tonight, taking on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. The Good Brothers. The bell sounds, and what do you expect? It is a brawl, all four men, hockey fight style in the middle of the ring. I have no idea how we're going to get control of this one. Adam Cole super kicks Gallows in the knee, charges at him going for the last shot, but Gallows catches him and backdrops him over the top rope to the outside. Roddy Strong is all along. He gets caught. Magic killer, one Two, no, Adam Cole recovers and he pulls Roderick Strong to the outside. They are stunned at how quickly this thing has gotten out of hand. They are trying to stall on the outside. We're going to take a commercial break. We will be right back. We are back and we're at the tail end of this match. Roddy Strong hits an Olympic slam on Carl Anderson. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Anderson. Roddy is visibly frustrated. He locks Anderson in a Texas cloverleaf right in the middle of the ring. He is really wrenching back. Anderson is crawling, crawling, but not towards the rope. Towards the big LG, he makes the tag. Luke Gallows is in big boot to Roddy Strong. Adam Cole jumps in a big boot to Adam Cole. Choke slam on Roddy Strong. Cole going for a super kick on Gallows. Gallows ducks. There's Anderson to get him up. 
Magic killer on Adam Cole. There's the cover, but the ref's not counting because Cole's not legal. Roddy breaks it up. He rolls up Gallows. One, two. Carl Anderson. Sorry, he rolls up Anderson. No, he rolls up Gallows. That's right. <laughs> but Anderson comes in. He reverses the leverage. He flips Gallows over. One, two, three. The club getting the big win here over the Undisputed Era. They still won. But ding, 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 ding. The bell is ringing. There's Fish and O'Reilly. They're attacking Anderson and Gallows. Here comes AJ and Finn Balor from the back. It is a war all eight men going at it again, security and officials making their way out to the ring to try to restore some order as we head to commercial break. My goodness. <laughs> Here we go. Segment number seven. We're back and it looks like everybody is getting set up for Fozzie's performance here at Revolution, but before we get there, the field is now set for next week's Battle Royal. We see a graphic on the screen showing the teams. It's going to be the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, DIY, the Usos, the Viking Raiders, and a mystery team to be named next week. The rules are as follows. The match will begin with all six teams in the middle of the ring. The only way for a team to be eliminated is for both members of the team to be thrown over the top rope with both feet hitting the floor. The final two teams that are represented remaining in the ring will compete in a tag team match at Revolution Game on our very first pay-per-view for the vacant tag team championships. And now we send it up to Mike Rome. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome one of the fastest rising rock bands in the world with six top 20 songs on the Billboard charts, including their current single, I Still Burn. Here is Grant Brooks, PJ Farley, Billy Gray, Rich Ward, and the GOAT, Chris Jericho. This is Fozzie. What is this? That's not Fozzie. From Revolution, of course, I'm talking about. <laughs> Riz Here we go, Rizak True. <laughs> what? What is this? We've never seen anything like this before. That's Rick Boogs. And it's our truth dressed in black studded leather. He looks like a he looks like a rock star. What is he doing? And what is this music? 
Boogs and Truth get in the ring with Fozzie, and Jericho just looks confused. <laughs> Jericho says, what do you think you're doing? Truth says, I told you I can be a rock star, and I brought Wick Boogs. Jericho says, Boogs, huh? Fozzie's guitar player whispers something to Jericho. Jericho says, hey, Boogs, Rich Ward here, my guitar player. He's, he's a very famous guitar player. He wants, to, he wants to check out your guitar. Can we see your guitar? And Boogs goes, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hands the guitar over to Rich Ward. But Rich hands it back to Jericho. And he bashes the guitar over R-Truth's head. And then he hits the Judas effect on Rick Boogs. Jericho continues the assault on R-Truth. He says, I told you you were a dead man. I told you not to mess with Fozzie. What an unbelievable scene here as we head to commercial break. That was amazing. I know. That was amazing. All right. <laughs> My goodness. Let's see what we got going on here. Oh, my goodness. Got to recover. All right. What a crazy <laughs> turn in events this has been here on Revolution. We still have a blockbuster main event tonight featuring the in-ring debut of the number one draft pick of Revolution, Roman Reigns, as he and the Bloodline will team up with the major players and a mystery partner. But right now, here comes somebody else that is unhappy with what's taken place so far. Charlotte Flair who was defeated by Alexa Bliss last week. She wants revenge. Candice LeRae informed her it would have to be somebody else. So who's it going to be? Oh, wow. It is the queen of spades, Shayna Baszler. Charlotte doesn't look too thrilled about this. Bell sounds, and here we go. Charlotte charges in, going for that spear. Shayna leapfrogs her. Charlotte hits her hits her head on the middle turnbuckle, staggers back, and the Kirafuda clutch. Shayna has the Kirafuda clutch locked in. Charlotte is trying to reach for the ropes, but she cannot get there. But finally, Charlotte, using her strength and her size, she stands up with Shayna Baszler on her back, squishes her into the buckle, but Shayna doesn't let go. Shayna has the Kirafuda Clutch locked in. Charlotte goes back down, and she, she passes out. It's over. Ring the bell. Shayna Baszler has just choked out Charlotte Flair. What a huge win. What a shocker here on Revolution as we crash to commercial break. Your dad's going to love you. I know. <laughs> we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're in Stone Cold's office. He is visibly annoyed. The door busts open, and it is Chris Jericho. Austin, seriously, Jericho, wh what are you doing? What was that out there? Jericho says, I want truth and boogs next week. Austin says, both of them? Jericho says, yeah, both of them. A handicap match? Whatever it takes, Jericho says. And Austin says, no, not going to have that. You need to find a tag partner next week, and you can have your match. Jericho shrugs, and he walks off. Austin cracks open a can of beer, and he says, this place is a nut house. <laughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is main event time. Here comes Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, 
and Revolution's number one draft pick, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, flanked, of course, by his special counsel, Paul Heyman. They make their way to the ring. The pyro goes off. I don't have that sound effect, but it goes off. Here come their opponents. It's Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. The major players, of course, accompanied by the hot mess Chelsea Green with a big win earlier tonight, setting herself up to be in the uh, conversation for the women's championship. But who is their partner going to be? We wait in anticipation as to who their partner is going to be. You think you know me? Oh my! What is this? It's the Rated R Superstar Edge. It's the reunion of the Edgeheads. What a moment. Myers and Cardona were instrumental to Edge's world title feud with The Undertaker back in 2008. And Edge was instrumental in bringing Myers and Cardona into the spotlight. What a moment. This six-man tag happens right after this commercial break. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. The bell sounds, and here we go. Matt Cardona is in the ring with Jimmy Uso, but he wants Roman Reigns. He's calling for Roman. Roman laughs at him, but, but, he, but he tags in. He and Cardona lock up. Roman with a side headlock. Uh, Cardona shoots him off the ropes. Roman goes for a clothesline. Cardona ducks, hits the ropes, and he hits radio silence on Roman Reigns. The crowd is in a frenzy. But before he can make the cover, Roman crawls over to the corner and he tags Jimmy Uso into the back into the ring. A few minutes go by. Finally, Edge is in the match. He's taking control of Jimmy Uso. Edge goes to shoot him off the ropes. Jimmy reverses. Jay sneaks in. Looks like a 1D coming, but Jimmy lowers his head. Edge kicks him, and then Brian Myers comes in. A double spear from Edge and Myers onto the Usos. Matt Cardona charges in and hits Roman. Goes after Roman Reigns, rather. But Roman, of course, drops off the apron. He goes to consult Paul Heyman. But from behind, Chelsea Green, a low blow to Paul Heyman. The crowd is in a frenzy. Roman is in shock. We've got to take another commercial break. <laughs> My goodness. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is our final segment, the conclusion of this match. The match is broken down, of course, big time. Technically, I believe Edge and Jey Uso are the legal men, but all six men are going at it in and out of the ring. Roman Reigns hits a Superman punch on Cardona, but Roman doesn't see. Edge is behind him. He's setting up for a spear. Edge charges in, but he is hit with a super kick by Jimmy Uso. But Jimmy, about the same time, is hit with a spear by Brian Myers. Roman Reigns turns around. Radio silence by Matt Cardona. The cover of the count. One, two, three. What a match. The major players are victorious. But wait a minute. Like The referee is talking to Mike Rome. There seems to be some confusion. Matt Cardona is celebrating. The team is celebrating, but the ref walks over. He raises Edge's hand. As the man who got the pin, let's see a replay of this. It looks like when Edge got hit with the super kick, he landed on an already fallen Jey Uso, and they were the legal competitors. So technically, 
the major players have won, but Edge gets the pin here. Everybody is kind of confused as, as to what's going on. Uh-oh. Here comes Steve Austin. Maybe he can clear some stuff up for us. Austin grabs a microphone and says, after two weeks, I've had about enough of this place. You guys cannot get your stuff straight. Here's the thing, Cardona. You guys got the win, and I told you we'd talk about it. You were very impressive in this match, but the fact remains that you did not get the pin. Therefore, at the pay-per-view, I am inclined to say that for the World Heavyweight Championship, Roman Reigns will go one-on-one -on -one with the winner of tonight's match, Edge. Are you kidding me? Matt Cardona is shocked. He's heartbroken. He, he doesn't know what to think. Edge is just, he has this blank stare on his face. Like they want to celebrate the win, but this was supposed to be Cardona's moment. We're, we're running out of time. We got to sign off. We will see you guys next week on Revolution. Nice. And we're off. Seven, eh, six-ish minutes, six minutes left to spare. So well, bad. I looked down and I noticed that I wasn't, you know, I was really blazing through. So I, I tried to kill a little more time. Yeah, no, you did. That was great. I, uh, Fozzie's segment was amazing. Yes. Like I was expecting it to be. You're and, welcome. Uh, You're welcome. I don't know why the, I, the one person I was not expecting was Edge out of the whole thing. Really? I was not, for some reason, I just didn't put two and two. And then I heard the music. I was like, oh, that's obvious. I don't know why. Right. I didn't. Yeah. So right. Was great. That's awesome. That was great. That's awesome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for week two. PBWF Loaded Shows. We hope you guys are enjoying it. Again, give us some feedback at PBW Podcast. We would very much appreciate that. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. On the BodySlam.net YouTube channel as well if you want to see our smiling faces doing this. I don't know what more you're going to see, but it, it is what it is. All right. So for Mr. Brad Beal, who could not be here, Andy York. My name is Chris Butcher. Thanks for hanging out with us on another edition of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. We will catch you guys down the road. <laughs>